Good evening, everyone. This is the High Pick once again. Another exciting uh, podcast for you. Uh, I'm your host, CEO, and kasama ko si Archie. So tonight we're gonna talk about center of attention. <laughs> Let us define this position. So it's really different when you talk about the centers right now. Uh, unlike, siguro no mga '90s or mga early 2000s na. Uh, you know who's the top three. And pag the 90s, you can list your own top three and top four. Eh, this, ano eh, this, this era, this era are different, or this era is different when it comes to centers because in terms of how they play, uh, how they, how they operate, hindi na sila yung back to the basket, hindi na sila yung high volume rebounder. May mga iba re- rebounder sila, pero, they need to explore how they play kasi they need to have outside shooting also and ano siya positionless basketball na kasi ngayon so uh, kailangan as a center you need to have you need to have also the vision to uh, to pass or to facilitate so what do you think about that yeah i agree na malaki na yung difference between this era of centers and yung 90s or even yung 80s because yung mga center na position they are known to be ano eh yung dominant sa basket yun nga post up plays inside presence defensive mindset but now you have to be ano eh a stretch five you have to know how to shoot the three tapos parang all around ka na rin eh there are centers ngayon na ano eh magaling nang pumasa they can ano na rin dribble the ball so, malaki yung uh, naging development ng center position. Although, kung ako, uh, personally, uh, mas gusto ko yung centers nung 90s. Kasi, di ba, ang dami. Daming magkakalaban nun. Eh. Like, Hakim, Shaq, Patrick Ewing. So, talagang known yung centers for being dominant. And since basketball talaga, big man yung, yung game ng time na yun. But right now, uh, exciting yung center position magandang panoorin din na sila yung nagdadala ng bola minsan. Tapos, um, magandang tingnan din na nagkakaroon ulit ng MVP candidates for centers. And especially last season nga, ba Si Jokic yung, yung MVP. So, interesting to know. Ang ano nang ngayon, napapansin ko, merong parang mga part-time centers, ba Like Anthony Davis, hindi siya talaga center, but at times, he plays the center position. Depende sa strategy nila. And may mga centers na ang height 6'9", like Draymond Green minsan, nagalaro din siya ng center. Si even Bam Adebayo, kahit siya yung center ng hit, ang size niya is 6'9 lang. So let's talk about this ano, this evolution of centers and kung sino yung top centers coming into 2021 and 2022 season. So we will also have our top 5. Just like... Uh mga recent podcast natin we talk about top 5 teams or top 5 upcoming teams uh, so we're going to list down our 5 uh, centers uh, today or this season uh, as we look at it so uh, alam, if you're an NBA fan you know who, who are the top yung 1 and 2 eh. and then it goes down to uh, after that 3 so 1, 2, 3 you'll know but after noon, siguro yung mga number two, yung number five and number four, yung ano eh, we make our own 
list or we make our own uh, opinions regarding on how they play. So we'll start with you. Who's your number five? And how could we see them, their progression on next season? Uh, of course, they should have a great season, a good season, probably. And who's your top? Who's your number five? Okay, number five, sa top centers go for this season is Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat. So I think uh, he's considered as center talaga. Like, nabanggit ko kalina, di ba? 6'9 lang yung height niya. But at the same time, yung laro niya, yung inside presence niya, and yung improvement niya over the past seasons, nakita natin na he's an all-star. And he can be the future of the ano, talaga, Miami Heat alongside uh, Jimmy Butler and si Tyler Hero. But I like the play ni Bam Adebayo. He averaged almost 19 points per game last season, 9 rebounds per game, and 5.4 assists per game. So mataas yung assist rate niya as a center, di ba? Tapos he can guard, um, he can guard well. And yung field goal, field goal percentage niya, It's at 57%. So, magandang um, combination yung skills niya, yung height niya, although hindi naman kasi talaga kailangan ng uh, traditional centers today sa NBA, di ba? So, I think uh, kung ang Miami Heat is mag-advance or mag, uh, maglalaro ng matagal sa playoffs, kailangan nila ang presence at ang improvement nitong si Bam And yung pinakita niya, di ba, nung 2020 playoffs, kaya sila nakarating sa finals, so malaking factor yung laro ni Bam. So I think uh, he's a very versatile center and marami pang room for improvement. Mataas pa yung ceiling niya. And I think isa to sa core na hindi papakawala ng Miami Heat uh, for the next several years. And um, surprisingly, ano siya, di ba? hindi naman siya talaga yung uh, prospect na lottery pick. I think pang-11 siya nung 2017 draft. So, malaking bagay siguro nung nawala si, Watts, si Hassan Whiteside sa Miami Heat. Kaya nakita yung potential nitong si Bam. And fortunately for him, nabigyan siya ng opportunity to play at center and be their ano, go-to guy paminsan-minsan. So, that's my number five, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think si ano si Bambi Dubai is kind of a throwback pagdating sa mga centers. Uh, looking beyond the stats, pagdating mo sa eye test, but nung how he plays, he uh, little bit of a bruiser. I don't know if you agree with that with the with a little bit improved jumper, uh, some improved post moves. Say when he went, he entered the NBA. I remember when he was a against the against the Sixers during the playoffs he was getting bullied by Embiid <laughs> I think uh, he was getting bullied natulak lang siya and then after noon he learned how to work he learned how to work his game to the level that how you can see him uh, progress in his career he's I think yung yung yeah you're, you're right yung season na yung moment 
actually na I I remember him doing was that block against Jason Tatum. Yung wrist lang. <laughs> ah, ganun, ah. I mean, uh, when you see it, it's it's a crazy play. It's really a crazy play. And that's that defined him. Eh. That defined him as a player. And I think he'll make a lot of plays like that to playoffs if Miami Heat's gonna be successful. And I'm sure they're gonna be. Uh, I think it's a throwback. And uh, how he progresses his career, it's, it's, it's fine to see. As a player that started, I mean, I think he played for U, no, U, uh, University of Kentucky. So, mara, alam naman natin mga players doon sa NBA, madami dyan. Mm. Tsaka, gusto ko rin yung pagiging explosive niya. Parang fan favorite siya sa Miami Heat eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, pag nakita mo yung how he plays, nakikita mo talaga na you'll define him as a Miami Heat player. Mm-hmm. But, hindi siya number five ko. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> hindi ko siya number five. five. <laughs> hindi ko siya number five ko si Carl Anthony Champs. Okay. Si Carl Anthony Champs. Um, but siya yung lagay doon because ano yun, nagka, the, yung stats niya does, hindi, doesn't lie how he could perform. However, yung how the the team is built right now and how the success would really lie on how, what you can see or paano natin makikita si si Towns kasi kung stats lang na pinag-uusapan these are empty stats and then if you cannot bring your your team to a playoff i mean there is a question behind your performance kasi I mean, would you agree with that? Kasi ako naman, I'll give him that because after nun, I'm still look, iniisip ko kung sino ilalagay ko dun eh. Iisip ko si Aiton. I, I can't put Aiton dun kasi pag pinagpalit mo sila ng position, you'll see the difference eh. And Carl Anthony Towns, pag pinagpalit mo sila ng team, kakaroon siya ng successful, uh, uh, mas successful season. And I think si Towns ang din siya, di ba? Product din siya ng Kentucky ba? Oh, maraming maraming mga University of Kentucky na players. Sobrang oh. dami nila. Nandiyan si Devin Booker. Yeah. Si marami. Malik Monk. Well, what uh, I like about Towns naman is yung ano niya, 3-point percentage niya. Parang almost 40% siya from 3-point line eh. Tapos, ang problema lang, nagkaroon siya ng down season last year. Siguro dahil na rin dun sa ano, tragedy na nangyari sa family niya. So may mga personal ano siya, struggles. But I think uh, this season, yung comeback season niya, parang mayroon siyang gusto improve pa. Tapos, yeah, uh, malaki yung potential pa for the Minnesota Timberwolves na mag-build around Carl Anthony Towns. So good pick for number Yeah, and he's, he's, a, he's a player that can score anywhere. Uh, he can shoot anywhere. That's why he's a, when you talk about centers, he's a different breed. Kasi he could bring up the ball, he could do many moves. He could also assist kasi he could also pass. He has a 4.5 assists per game. Yun, yung remaining question about sa kanya talaga is yung defensive, ano niya. Yung defensive skill, your, uh, how he, paano niya mapapakita yung, yung play niya sa defensive end. Kasi yun talaga yung problem sa kanya. 
Alright. Anyway, so, move on. Number five on, natin. Number four, <laughs> yes, that's your number five. So your five is Bama Dibayo and I si Carla Tinitans. And your four, feeling ko nag-ganalan tayo, eh. nag-switch lang tayo ng pick. <laughs> Baka, pero gusto ko lang guluhin kasi alam na natin yung top three eh. <laughs> Tapos, meron na tayong five and four na nagkabaligtad lang. So, guguluhin ko na lang ah. Pero itong pick lang ko number four, hindi siya, nagkaka- hindi siya masyadong malayo kay Towns. Mas ano lang, mas consistent lang siguro si Towns and mas dominant uh, sa paint. Pero okay, para lang maiba. <laughs> Number four ko. Yeah, para lang maiba, go. Yeah. Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> ng Chicago oh, Bulls. Ano yun ah? A curveball agad yun ah. It's a curveball. <laughs> yeah. Very I would rank him, uh, parang irank ko rin siya above uh, the other Aiton. Pero later natin siya pag-usapan. Because... Itong trade niya sa Bulls, I think uh, it would open an opportunity for him to really develop kung ano pa yung kulang niya. He's not known for his defense, di ba? Pero offensive stats niya, hindi nagkakalayo kay Towns. He's even a better three-point shooter nga kay Towns eh. And 24 points per game, 11 rebounds per game. Uh, hindi siya gaano into assist, parang three assist per game lang siya. But yung ano niya, yung ability to pass the ball, um, yun yung maganda sa kanya. Tapos, uh, ano siya eh, uh, at times, nagiging dominant offensive force din siya. And nakita natin yung improvement niya over the past three seasons uh, sa Orlando Magic. And now that he's playing with the Chicago Bulls, tapos nandun na si Lonzo Ball and um, ito, Zach Lavin. So yung load ba ng offensive ano niya, mas gagaan. Tapos, knowing Lonzo Ball sa passing skills niya, I think magkakaroon na mas maraming open shot tong si Vucevic this season. Tapos, hindi naman siya din ano, uh, injury prone. Very durable din naman siya. So, I think this season, uh, mas pipiliin ko si ano, Vucevic over Carl Anthony Towns. Although, hindi sobrang layo. Pwede magkabaligtad-baligtad. Pero for the sake lang nitong <laughs> ano natin, top 5 natin, I would choose ano, Vucevic. And yung size niya, yung length niya, I think ano, parang prototype, modern center siya na kailangan ng mga teams uh, for this modern era of ano, of center position. So that's my number 4. Yeah. I mean, that's a uh, curveball. <laughs> a curveball pick. But I cannot deny how he plays. He's uh, very skillful as a as a big man. Uh, skillful offensively. And if you gonna ask one question about him, question about how he plays defensively, yon. Because concerned sa kanya eh. So parang si ano din, si Carl Anthony Towns yung concerned sa kanya. Although he he has this, he's capable of having a He's a good and eh, efficient scorer. And ano siya, uh, pag yung magandang stats niya sa rebounds kasi he's a high volume rebounder and he works the glass talaga. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Okay, sige. Number move four. on, ah, move on. So ako na uh, number four. So I'll go to Bam Adebayo. Kung na kailangan i-explain ba't number four siya. So, ang siguro sasabihin ko na lang kung ba't siya nakakaangat kay kay Carl Anthony Towns because dahil yung final appearance niya 
play of uh, uh, finals appearance and then yung success niya more so than sa stats na nakikita ko. And he could bring a lot more on defense than Carl Anthony Towns. Kasi if you compare the team, yung ano eh, mas makikita mo na Miami Heat has, they could rely on a lot of scorers. At yet si Carl Anthony Towns, you know, he could score, but the success nga still lies on how I rank these players. So, we move on to our number three. Number three, much. Yeah. Number three, na Nabanggit ko na muna si Bam kanina. Number three is the defensive player of the year last year. Rudy Gobert. The overpaid center. Well, oh, pero sabi nga nila, overpaid siya. But, and especially when it comes to playoffs, yung crucial moments, parang nagdi-disappear siya. But, we cannot deny din naman yung ano performance niya during the regular season and yung defensive mindset niya na ito yung identity ng ano eh, Utah Jazz. Parang when it comes to offense, nandiyan si Donovan Mitchell. Tapos sa defense, si Gobert yung nag-anchor ng defense. And um, 14 points per game, 13 rebounds per game, and 1 assist per game. Tapos... 2.7, almost 3 blocks per game siya last season with 67% of field goals. Um, Rudy Gobert, hindi ko alam kung nasa pick na siya ng career niya, but he's still good sa ano. Uh, pwede pa siya manalo ulit ng defensive player of the year, maybe this year or in the next few seasons. Ang kulang lang sa kanya talaga yung, ano eh, yung push when it comes to playoff moments na eh. Parang nag... nag, nag, nag decrease yung performance niya but at the same time um, limited siya sa ano unlike Carl Anthony Towns and Vucevic limited siya sa ano lang talaga sa paint yung galaw niya although minsan nakikita ko may post up siya pero sobrang ano eh bihira na so maasahan mo yeah, lang talaga siya sa defense oh. and he doesn't demand touches he doesn't really need the ball to be you know, if be successful sa, on how he plays. He's he's good on the boards. Great blocking shots. Sometimes, uh, liability on the defensive end pagdating sa guarding on the wings. Kasi <laughs> lagi siya. Mm. Although, kaya niyang ano eh. Sometimes, pag binyari, mas mabilis yung player. Pag naano siya, na, naunahan agad siya. Nahabol niya ng length niya eh. So, yun talaga yung value niya. And yun nga talaga is limited talaga siya offensively. Yeah, oh, yun yung maganda sa kanya, yung length niya, tsaka very athletic siya. Kaya lang limited nga yung offensive arsenal niya. And, ayun, uh, I think kailangan niya mas maging dominant, mas kailangan niyang yung mentality niya na pagiging offensive player. Kasi parang yung Utah Jazz as they are built right now, kung match ba nila yung rankings nila sa regular season? Same as last year. I don't think uh, tatagal din sila sa playoffs this coming season kung walang improvement kay Gobert. Especially, di ba, after leading 2-0 sa, sa Clippers last playoffs, parang wala na nangyari. Wala silang ano eh, killer mentality. So, yun. Uh, but still, uh, top 3 center pa rin siya. For me. Yeah, I can't deny na. I will also agree with you that 
he's our number three. Kasi malalaman mo na sa first, sa number one and two and three natin, kung sino talaga yung, kasi, I think magkakapareho naman tayo. But, yeah, I, I think I would agree pag isa lahat ng mga sinabi mo. Kasi they, if, he's, ano eh, he's, he's a player that could really rely defensively. Pero when you needed to offensively talaga, sometimes, pagdating sa playoffs, team, teams are scheming against you. Lalo na if you're slow. <laughs> if you're slow, And then you can you're there you have you have a weakness that they could manipulate. But yet he's a he's a great he's a great player defensively. He just should uh talaga to improve offensively. Okay, we move on to our number two. Number two natin. So we na magsabi alam feeling ko alam ko na yan. <laughs> Baka pareho naman tayo. Pareho naman tayo. So go ahead. Yeah, let's go. analyze and dissect how how he's gonna how to play this season. Okay, number two, Joel Embiid. Pareho ba tayo? Yeah, pero tayo, Joel. <laughs> okay, uh, 2020, 2021 stats niya, 28 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, 2 assists per game, and 1.4 blocks per game with 51.3 field goal percentage. Joel Embiid, of course, alam naman natin ang problema sa kanya, yung knee injury niya. Hindi ko maalala kung nagkaroon na ba siya ng 82 full season sa naglaro. Pero, siguro kung di siya na-injured last season, pwedeng siya pa yung nanalo ng MVP. But still, yung pagdating kasi sa playmaking, I would go with ano eh, uh, Nikola Jokic. But, both ends of the floor naman, Joel Embiid maasahan siya. Offense, uh, rebounds, and yung defensive mindset niya. Uh, above average tapos he's a very excellent ano, leader din naman ng Philadelphia although they're in limbo right now with the situation ni Ben Simmons but I think if the Sixers uh, would go would go far in the coming years uh, they have to build around ano talaga Joel Embiid because siya talaga yung process ng Sixers siya yung magdadala sa kanila sa sa East, Eastern Conference Finals or even sa NBA Finals. So, over the years naman, nag-improve sa Embiid, sa free throw niya, nag-improve siya. Yung paiging dominant niya na na laging napupuna dati nila Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. Yung kanyang killer instinct, hindi pa masyadong ganun ka-polish, hindi pa masyado talagang na-develop. Minsan may pagka-childish pa siya, may mga times pa na nagtutweet siya para mang asar pero di ba natutunan naman niya mag-grow, mag-mature. So nakita natin last season na uh, uh, talagang MVP caliber player tong si Embiid. So maging durable lang siya, maging healthy lang siya this year. I think mas malayo ang maarte ng Sixers. So what about you? When you, when you see him, yeah, yeah. I mean when you see him, and talaga siya when you see him play, he know he's going to dominate. He was going to dominate. He's a throwback. Eh. He's a throwback uh, on a Hakim Olajuwon type of player. Yung young Hakim. <laughs> Pag nakita mo yung young Hakim noong mga 1985-86, attacks the rim. Hindi pa siya, wala pa siya yung ano eh, wala pa siyang, hindi pa polished yung ano ni Hakim nun eh, yung dream shake niya eh, yung turnaround jumper niya, tsaka yung fadeaway niya. Pero pag nakita mo yung rookie year ni ano, rookie year ni Embiid, ano na siya eh, 
complete package eh. Diba? Complete package na hindi ba polished pero complete package na like he's dominant inside. He could do the turnaround jumper. And he could shoot outside. And when, ano eh, there are times that you could see when he plays, he's going to dominate the game. And he's going to control that game. So, yes, I mean, yung the question is talaga sa kanya. Always have questions with these ano, players. No? <laughs> is that how he's going to be successful uh, in the playoffs? And uh, how he's going to ano, eh, to bring the Sixers to the next level? Or maybe a finals. And I cannot see them doing it, lalo na kasi there's a question between Ben Simmons. Eh. So we go back to that Ben Simmons question again. So, I mean, he's a player that uh, if he if he stays healthy and if he stays healthy, he, uh, makes the Sixers, sabi na natin, a top two team, he's, a, he's going to be an MVP candidate. Well, oh, in addition nga, kung siguro nag-stay si Embiid and Simon sa Sixers and then they acquire another ano, all-star caliber player, kasi makikita mo, very defensive mindset yung ano nila, ang Philly. Tapos, they have Doc Rivers naman as a coach and then surrounded by shooters naman sila with, ano, um, with the role players. So, parang magandang matchup yung Sixers and Brooklyn Nets sa playoffs kasi very offensive yung, ano, yung Brooklyn and then defense naman yung Sixers. So, I think may chance sila if, if mag-stay si Ben Simmons. Or, pero malabo naman na siya mangyari. So, ayun. So, let's proceed about with our number yeah, one. Yeah, let's proceed. Let's proceed. Uh, alright, yun na mga sabi natin kay Embiid eh. You know he's going to he's going to show up. Yun lang. He's, he's gonna show up yeah. pagdating oh. sa availability niya. Okay, let's go to our number one. ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
I always, I always remember pag against the Denver Nuggets, yung Mavs, alam ko na eh, kapag, pag kunyari, usually kasi yung Mavs tsaka yung Nuggets pag naglalaban sila. Sometimes close games. I mean, may mga close games talaga. And then kapag may, pag si Dorian Finney-Smith na yung nagbabantay sa kanya, alam ko na eh, nagpo-post up. <laughs> si NBA ko, si, si Nikola Jokic, pag si Jokic mo-post na na kay, kay Dorian Finney-Smith, alam ko na eh, sabi ko, Please double this guy. Kasi, kasi, alam mo na sa score niya inside, he has, he has controlled strength, good mobility. He's not a power player, yet, he controls his strength well. And, yung mobility niya, on how he uses his body, is, ano eh, ano, uh, you cannot imagine, yung, how, yung ganitong classic player, on how he moves, without, he, he moves efficiently. And, When, when you see him pass, he's just, ano eh, I would rank him. I think, sabi ito yung bias. Hindi ako bias ito. Mas, <laughs> okay, okay. Sabi na natin sa passing nila ni Luca, kasi galing talaga si Yoshi. He, he's, he's a great passer. He's a great oh, passer. Ang ganda ng vision niya. He has an outside shot. But other than that, uh, ito yung threat talaga sa Western Conference eh. Kasi, I remember noong 2020, parang may chance talaga sila manalo against the Lakers noon eh. Siguro kung nagtay yung series ng 1-1. Yeah, mga defensive lapses ng Denver Nuggets. Oh, <laughs> binandayan si Davis. Si Jokic talaga yung dahilan kung bakit binalik ng Lakers ngayon si ano, si Dwight Howard at saka kinuha nila si ano, DeAndre Jordan kasi kung gusto nila makamatch up dito kay Jokic, kailangan nilang depensahan eh. Hindi pwede dito yung maliit na sentro. na walang defense. So, eto, eto yung mas kinatatakot ko sa West, itong Denver Nuggets because of Jokic. Yeah. And then, on how he ano, works sa kanyang weight, weight management, doon mo makikita na, ano eh, he wants to improve. He wants to improve every year. And I see them, as long as they stay healthy, Murray comes back. Denver Nuggets are really a threat in the West. Uh, ayun. So, uh, any thoughts sa uh, ating top five? I think this ding top five naman natin, it's easy to one eh. Hindi naman siya kasing hirap na inaakala natin. So, Hindi oh, kung siya gagawa tayo ng, oh. oh, ng list ng sabihin na natin early 2000, ay mga late 2000, 2007, 2009. Si Dwight Howard, however, <laughs> <laughs> well, 2010 naman dalawa lang yata ang center na naglalaban oh, for yeah. number one eh yeah kasi anong, iba na yung ano ngayon eh there is a ano eh, improvement pagdating sa sa mga centers on how they play yun lang talaga iba hindi hindi na sila yung katulad ng 90s back to the basket well oh well, maganda naman silang panoorin parang laging ano hindi boring na puro inside lang yung laro Okay, our last thoughts here. Uh, so we're gonna we're going to uh and make another uh top five list. Siguro sa next podcast natin. So we're going. I think we're going to point point guards na depende. Sige, pag-usapan natin lahat ng kahit positionless yung mga team ngayon. Yeah, positionless na kasi ngayon. Maganda mm-hmm. lang tong center position na pinag-usapan natin ngayon kasi ano eh. 
uh, very controversial or very ano uh, unconventional yung mga centers ngayon. But at the same time, nakikita natin na merong paring centers like ano nga, uh, BAM and MBID na talagang yung yung essence na pagiging center, dala-dala pa rin nila. And may mga emerging centers pa rin naman. Like si Aton. Ano bang ano natin dito? True. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, that's it. Final thoughts, Archie. Gusto ko sa sabihin. Wala ka na sabihin. <laughs> Wala. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Hindi ko alam. Nakita ko yung list ng top 20 center. Walang walang Dwight Howard. <laughs> But anyway, tanggap <laughs> so, ko naman na yun. Anyway, hindi hindi, hindi siyempre masasama si Anthony Davis dito kasi hindi naman siya talaga ano. Uh, yeah. consistent na center. center so yun so thank you everyone for listening to us this is your host CEO and Archie of course yeah. uh, always support us follow us on our Facebook page The High Pick and also on our Spotify thank you this is CEO again and good night uh, thank you like and share our Facebook page it's, it's ano The High Pick tapos on Spotify search nyo lang The High Pick Podcast lalabas na yun So thank you. Until next time, stay safe. Goodbye.